Hey everybody, and welcome to Learning from Smart People. I am your host, Rob Oliver, and today is one of those really cool episodes where we're going to get to meet some people from here in southwestern Pennsylvania. I have with me Phil and Jen Tompkins. They go by Homestead Phil and Homestead Jen. They are the co-founders of Rent the Chicken, based in Freeport, Pennsylvania. Homestead Jen has a degree in entrepreneurship from IUP with sales and customer service background, while Homestead Phil spent 20 years in IT prior to moving full-time with Rent the Chicken in 2015. Homestead Jen and Homestead Phil, welcome to the show. Hello, thanks for having us. Hi there. Listen, when I read about your company, I was like, I've got to have these guys on here. Because this is just a concept that I never would have come up with in a million years. And so I'll just ask you real quick, can you explain what the concept is of Rent the Chicken? Sure thing. So we give people an opportunity to try out having backyard hens for fresh eggs without the long-term commitment. How does that work? Are they, are they renting a, they're renting a couple chickens? How do they feed them? Do they rent the home? What all is included in that? That was my short answer. I definitely have a longer answer for you. Great. So we provide a portable chicken coop with two to four egg laying hens uh, sometime in the spring. Our renters receive um, feed for the whole rental, um, as well as delivery pickup within certain parameters and full support. So our renters are not alone in their new chicken keeping adventures. And so two hens, can expect to lay about a dozen eggs a week and four hens about two dozen eggs a week. Um, Our coops are portable so that uh, they are moved daily, allowing the chickens to feel like they are free ranging, but still very protected by the chicken coop. And that makes it also so there's not a buildup of droppings on the ground, which makes it so it's not uh, causing a dead spot and it doesn't smell like a chicken farm. Fantastic. Who came up with this idea? Well, um, like a lot of entrepreneurs, we were up late and a lot of people were looking at our cell phones and I Googled crazy business ideas. And this was back in 2013. Uh, Homestead Jen's job was coming to an expected end. And as I Googled that, one of the things that popped up were the top craziest business ideas in the country. Uh, It was actually on the SBA.gov website, and someone in Alabama was renting chickens. I leaned over to Homestead Jen, and I said, hey, what do you think about renting some chickens? And I was like, eh, uh, sure. We have some chickens, and I can build some coops. Why not? And we have hatched Rent the Chicken. That is, I love it. You've hatched it, of course. Um, (laughs) It's an Exceptional business. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Yes. Um, So to add to that a smidge, um, we had already moved from uh, outside of Baltimore and Maryland to the middle of nowhere in Armstrong County, Pennsylvania. And we'd we'd already started with chickens by then and had a garden and other things and true homesteading um, adventures we were on. And we had already learned that not everybody – was successful to start with backyard chicken keeping. Um, however, their their efforts were, it wasn't successful. And so we knew there was certainly a niche market for uh, rent the chicken. People are getting like anywhere between a dozen and two dozen eggs 
per week. How long is the rental period? Uh, usually about five or six months, depending on the region. Um, spring till fall. That's awesome. Now, here's the thing. Out of this, you've got another business that is Hatch the Chicken. Tell me about that. Yes. Yeah, so Hatch the Chicken is a five-week program where you get to experience hatching baby chicks at your home, your school, daycare, senior care facility, libraries, uh, all over the place. So we bring an incubator. It's about the size of a volleyball, uh, seven eggs, the cage, the feed dish, the water dish, the food that you need, some bedding. Uh, we even bring a book for the kids to read. We drop that off. We set everything up. It takes three weeks for them to hatch. During that incubation time, we also have a candling light that you can shine up to the egg, and you get to see the baby chicks moving and growing and developing inside of the egg. It's almost like an ultrasound. Then after they, ha they hatch, you keep them for two weeks. At the end of two weeks, I come, I pick everything up, and I take everything back to the farm so that you don't have to worry about the long-term commitment of having chickens. You know, it's really weird, but when I was in sixth grade, I actually did my science fair project on hatching chickens. And no so, way! Yeah, so I had an incubator, I had three eggs, and um, I, th I don't remember what the third chickens or the third chick's name was but i had bozo and i had bigfoot and that year i won grand prize in the science fair for my elementary school so oh congratulations i've got a warm spot in my heart for incubating and hatching chicks sure, I, sure thing yeah so as you're doing this you have the idea you find out like somebody somewhere is renting chickens and then what is the process that you go through to start this whole business now you've got you've got some chickens and you have some ideas homestead jen you said you know you're thinking that you can build some chicken coops i'm thinking are you're not still building all of these chicken coops by hand <laughs> uh, no okay i'm not so, thank god no yeah. so, so we, how does it go um, yeah so we built some coops that were mainly summertime coops like just because People are renting in the summer. Why do they need anything more than that? Um, and we tried like crazy to give a coop or two to friends and family. Somebody, please take a coop so yes. we can try. Back in 2013. Yeah, so that we could try to know if this, this is going to work. Research and development. We could not. And we're like, what happened to everyone thinking this is a great idea? They think it's a great idea for someone else. Um, so finally, my mom's friend said, sure, yes, I'll do it. My mom might have paid her. I have no idea. And so we went and made the delivery, official delivery. She had her chickens, Laverne and Shirley, right? Laverne right, and yes. Shirley. Yeah. And, um, and then she said, this coop is not good enough for winter. What am I going to do? I want to keep them. Well, we had no, like, that's why we were doing research and development. We thought people just wanted to rent spring to fall. And so we had to convert our coop and make it better for year-round use. And uh, I built 54 chicken coops in the front yard under a canopy for that first delivery season in 2014. And now we have our good friend Levi the Amish guy who builds our coops for us. Yes. So every week we pretty much travel out towards Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. We meet up with Levi. We bring him the supplies that he needs. There's coops there that he's already built. 
we load those coops up onto our truck and trailer. Then we bring them back here to the homestead. We put some chickens in them. And then after we know those chickens are laying, we load them back up onto the trailer and we deliver them to the customer. You know, I never realized that there was Punxsutawney Levi. I only knew about Punxsutawney Phil, but apparently <laughs> there's also Punxsutawney Levi who is making right. chicken coops. Yes, and, and the hard part is uh, Levi does not have a phone. He doesn't have electricity. He doesn't have the internet. I can't text him. No, he doesn't um, email. So. so you guys are doing this work out of your home base there in Freeport, but you have expanded as as I'm understanding, not just nationally, but internationally, what is Yes. The, tell me about the process of, I, I guess, is it franchising that you're doing? Sure. So we have an affiliate program where people sign up to be part of Rent a Chicken. And with that, uh, homesteaders, farmers, they, they become part of our Rent a Chicken family. We handle all of the inbound phone calls for sales and support. We provide training to these these wonderful farmers and, and homesteaders. So uh, we do that all through the United States and Canada right now. I think we can deliver, and, and this changes uh, from year to year, but right now we can deliver to about 30 states and five Canadian provinces. Amazing. I, I love it. So the first person that you had doing your um, you know beta testing, so to speak, is a friend of your mom's, and she says, what am I going to do over the winter? So are people keeping their chickens? Are people doing like rentals during the winter as well? Are people adopting chickens? How does that work? Great question. So at the end of the rental, our renters have a choice to uh, adopt with or without the coop. We've got some great coop um, manufacturer partnerships. So if they prefer to not adopt our rental coop, that's no problem. They can upgrade to another coop. They can adopt their hens. Some of our renters are not quite ready to be full-time chicken keepers. And so then they chicken out um, uh -huh. and other, <laughs> I know it's crazy. Um, and other renters uh, asked us to winter their chicken for their chickens for them. And then they can either rent again in the spring or adopt in the spring. But the coops that we provide now, they are four season coops. So they're good for the winter. They're good for the summer and spring as well. Okay, and in reading a little bit about what you guys do, you also, for your renters, you offer chicken sitting? Yes, we do. We do. So, yeah, right, if they're willing to bring their chickens to us, they don't have to bring the whole coop. They can put their chickens in a cat carrier or a dog carrier and bring them to us. And um, with that, we um, will keep the chickens for them until they return. Most times people feel comfort in knowing that's available. Um when they sign up, but then their neighbors fall in love with the chickens too. And the neighbors have no problem watching the chickens while, while our renters are on, away on holiday. It's so funny because, it, you know, you have someone coming in to take care of the house plants. You have someone picking stuff in the garden. <laughs> it seems like a natural progression. You have someone coming over to let the chickens out, to feed the chickens. And the good news is that it's, you know, also they're getting some free eggs out of it. I'm assuming. That's right. Yeah, yes. We bad. recommend that the renters, Go ahead and let their um, chicken hands uh, help themselves to the eggs while they're gone, too. Yeah. Listen, I'm all about building community, and I never thought about chickens as a form of community builders. Uh, but the concept works. Now, this is not your first venture or uh, with 
rent a chicken. Like you've got some other businesses as well or other chicken related stuff also. So we have, um, we have a website that converted to an Etsy store called the chicken network where we sell our coops um, online. So Levi's Amish built coops are available online and they ship flat can be assembled in less than an hour. Um, and also on there, for all of your chicken playset needs, we have a swing set, monkey bars, and teeter totters for your chickens, also made by Levi. You heard me. Chicken swings. You're like <laughs> not you're speechless. And and it's it's crazy because those chicken swings sell like crazy. I mean, we we will typically sell anywhere from five to fifteen chicken swings in a week. Again. A concept I had never thought of, because <laughs> right? you know you're you've got your play your playground for the kids, and you're putting up something in the backyard for them. But now that you've got some chickens, you've got to have a chicken swing and some some ways for the chickens to entertain themselves. Let me ask this: besides the eggs, are there any other benefits to having chickens around the house? Oh, of course! Just like you said, sense of community. We have had so many great testimonies of our renters who say that they've gotten to know their neighbors or their neighborhood kiddos uh, because of their chickens. So people, these chickens uh, help people go outside and to be outside and help um, children go outside. You know, the, the sons and daughters of the renters or nieces and nephews, it just makes it so the kids are outside enjoying something beyond their usual scope. And also we found that the birds have been used as therapy animals, uh, not only inside senior care facilities, uh, but also with people that have um, autism. Autism. Yes. In yeah. fact, one of our renters, uh, <coughs> their child had, has autism and they, Homestead Jen, you, you can tell the story. Oh yeah. Better. So um, they had to get, um, a variance from their local municipality because chickens were not legal and and she really wanted to try to do it the right way and so um with doctors letters and whatnot to explain that chickens can be therapy and i delivered that coop personally and um the mom was so thrilled uh there was an egg in the nesting box and the kiddo was able to show appropriate amount of emotion and enthusiasm about that egg and she said you can take the coop today, and I would have got my money's worth. Wow. But instead, it's now a number of years later, and they have a bigger coop and more chickens. More chickens. <laughs> <laughs> well, did, do you find that that's how it usually works, that people get the chickens, they're enjoying the, the eggs, and they're like, I want more of this? Is that a common, uh, a common it, finding? It, it's very, very common. People will find as they rent uh, I would say, at least here in the Pittsburgh area, we're probably shooting around a 50% rate of people that decide to keep chickens long-term. And a 50, the other 50% are either people that say, you know, I, I'm not ready to keep doing this right now, but I'm going to do this in the future. Uh, and then there's some. There's some that um, it's fantastic where they are in a situation where they're participating in Rent the Chicken in their current situation, planning for long-term. Like they, they know that they can rent chickens where they currently live. And in the future, they plan on moving and they want to get the chicken experience now so that they can make some great decisions when they move to a, 
uh, a space further outside of the city or with more property or whatnot. So they really use it as a learning tool. And, and some people just, they go through the experience, they're happy they did, but chicken keeping just is not in their long-term plans. Got it. I, so I just, I'm like, my mind is exploding with questions because <laughs> this, this is just such a cool idea. Um, I'm wondering how many uh, towns or municipalities are you finding have prohibitions against keeping chickens and how do you approach that? More than necessary. I'll tell you that there are more municipalities that prohibit chickens than, than that's really necessary. But when we deliver, the way we handle it is maybe much like the, the, the guy that's delivering concrete, right? You, you pour a pad. He's not going to ask if you have a permit or anything like that. We bring chickens. We drop them off. It's your responsibility to know your local laws. It's your responsibility to pick up any permits that you need. Obviously, if you need some help finding out that information, uh, we will do as much research as we can. But at the end of the day, it really is up to the renter um, to find out if their local area allows chickens. Now, if you want to change your chicken laws, we do have a website. It's called law.renttheChicken.com, and there you can subscribe to a uh, a training program that we have online that will walk you through the steps necessary to hopefully get the ordinance changed in your local municipality. But I will say, if it's not legal and you want chickens, we'll come anyway. We're renegade. <laughs> renegade just, chicken keepers. That's what we're helping to create. You are just chicken advocates, which is a we wild are. concept. Legalized backyard hands. That's hilarious. Here's where I come from. Okay, I've got a disability, and so I do all kinds of advocacy, trying to change laws, change ideas. You know, I do a lot of speaking and so on. And so I, I understand the concept, but I never thought about, you know, like free the chickens or, you know. <laughs> it's a great idea. I mean, we're just talking about having food in your backyard. That's it. Yeah. You know, two to four hens. I mean, they have less waste than a dog. Um, people grow gardens and... What's just one more step for food security right there for your family? I would imagine that one of the biggest problems, though, is municipalities are worried about roosters because um, they are loud yeah. and they are obnoxious. But having a couple chickens, it's not going to – what's the noise factor on that? That's right. Right, hens, minimal. Hens are very minimal. They, they, they'll cluck a little bit when they see you. They'll cluck if there's a predator around. They'll cluck when they're laying an egg. But they, they do not crow like a rooster. That's wonderful because my neighbors have dogs and the dogs bark and I'm, I would definitely assume that a chicken is going to be quieter than a dog and therefore it, nobody in the neighborhood is going to be up in arms about this. Absolutely. Right. In fact, we've done a pickup before. A couple of years ago, it was October, we were picking up in a row home and as I was pulling the coop out, their neighbor came out and said, oh, are you dropping off the chickens? I said, no, they've been here since April. And, and this was a row home. They had wow. no idea that their neighbor yeah, had real chickens. Close. Yeah. Fantastic. So across this country and across Canada, how many chicken coops do you think you have out there? Oh, we have um, confidentiality agreements that okay. we're not able to share. But, 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 but we can say a couple, a little bit of information. It, it's, this year, our business is probably up about 30%. 
40% compared to previous years. Um, here in the Western Pennsylvania area, how many coops have we rented out this year? Oh, 70? Close, I would yeah, say. Close to 70 coops. And that's this is our, our biggest year ever for the rent the chicken here in, in Western Pennsylvania. Um, and hash so, the chicken is up as well. Yeah. 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 So yeah, just here in Western Pennsylvania, we've done 70, and you figure there's you know another 40 homesteaders out there that are also renting out chickens. Wow. Well, let me let me just say this then: How do you advertise this business? How do you get the word out about the business? Because you know it's not something that let me put it this way, it's not something that I had ever thought to go Googling. Okay. So how do you get <laughs> well, the word out Well, people do find it? us with Google. No, yeah. no doubt. People look for chickens or coops or whatnot. And from there, yeah. So one of the challenges with any business is how do you market your business? Uh, with Rent the Chicken, obviously we're doing some social media marketing. Uh, we do trade shows. We do uh, going to farmers markets, um, billboards. Yeah, billboards. We started doing some billboards, uh, and lately in December of 2019, we actually, because we were finding that we we just weren't getting the type of marketing that we really wanted, right? Because marketing is is one of those challenging things. In 2019, December 2019, I, Jen and I purchased a coffee news franchise. Um, and it's basically just a weekly newspaper, um, front and back. It's, uh, it it's, can be found uh, all over um, along Route 28 here near Pittsburgh. Uh, but the franchise is also global. Um, so we have placed our ads and we're now controlling our local marketing and our direct marketing efforts through that additional business that we recently launched. I would imagine, though, that word-of-mouth advertising has got to be one of the most powerful things for you guys. When you get people that are excited about their chickens and talking about where they got them, I, I would imagine that that's got to be – is that your number one referral source? Yes, and we do have a referral program. So there is a discount applied when, when someone um, – refers their friends and the friend places the deposit the original friend receives a 50 dollars discount so we really um appreciate word of mouth and with the the covid 19 virus happening um, we found that there's a lot more word of mouth happening between people it's like all of a sudden neighbors are talking to other neighbors probably because they're home more uh, but we're seeing a lot more areas where I, i'll deliver a coop and then, like within two weeks, I'm delivering, you know, a couple more coops to other families in the neighborhood. Let me just ask this then. How do backyard eggs compare to uh, the grocery store eggs? So a grocery store egg, you really don't know how old that egg is, right? It could have been, you know, sitting on the shelf at the store for two, three, four weeks. The... All also, the farmers that are in it for the egg production, they don't necessarily feed the highest quality feed. The chickens are usually in a high-stress environment. So by introducing a backyard hen, we're providing a very high-quality feed. We're giving them lots of space to stretch their wings. We are giving them just all the right environmental ingredients to have a happy hen 
And those eggs, they're going to have a, a, a brighter, almost orange yolk to them. Uh, they're going to, if you hard boil them, they're, it's going to be a little bit harder to take the shell off because they are so much more fresh. Uh, there's just, if you've never had a, a fresh egg, find a local farmer, get some fresh eggs. You will never go back to store-bought eggs. Yeah, so I'm hearing you say, like, happy chickens make happier eggs. That's right. Absolutely. I love it. I Let me... Let me ask then, what is your definition uh, as business people and personally of a successful business? Uh, how, how does the concept of success work for you both personally and as with your business? Sure. So success to me means that I'm able to spend time with my wife, with our family, I'm able to enjoy life. I'm able to do all of these things and not be stuck in a nine-to-five cubicle. I was stuck in a nine-to-five cubicle for 20 years, and I'm out of that now. Um, and we're able to live uh, modestly. Um, we're, you know, we're, we're not the uh, McMansion people on the street, um, and, but we're, we are successful in that we can, you know, really spend quality time with friends and family you because know, of our business. What you guys now have a chicken farm instead of being in what I used to refer to as a prairie dog farm. You're familiar with the concept? Yes, of, right? yes. You're, you're in a cubicle, and when somebody says there's donuts, you have all of the heads <laughs> popping up Everybody over the top of the cubicles. Up. Yeah. Um, listen, uh, that's hilarious. Homestead Phil and Homestead Jen, you guys have been fantastic. I really, I hope that uh, this is a, this is something that folks are really interested in. That they're going to rent some chickens. I hope that they'll adopt some chickens because, as you said, the difference between a store bought egg and a homegrown, so to speak, egg can't be can't be described as much as it can be tasted. That's right. So, exactly. So, if people are looking to get a hold of you and find out more information about rent the chicken or about hatch the chicken, where can they find you? Sure. Rentthechicken.com is a great source and hatchthechicken.com, also a great source. And then they'll want to click on the location closest to them for us at Western Pennsylvania. You can also find us on social media. We'd like to say our chickens are very social. So Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and even Snapchat and TikTok. I don't know what in the world they're doing on yep. those, but they're <laughs> dancing or snapping or something. <laughs> they're doing uh, the chicken dance, course. obviously. That's right. Search for Rent the Chicken. Rent the Chicken. Beautiful. I will include all of that contact information in the show notes to make sure that people can uh, get get the information that they need from you. All right. Listen, Thanks, you, you guys have obviously shown that you are smart. I have learned a lot from you. This has been a lot of fun, but now it is my favorite part of the show. We get to show who you are as people. It is three questions to establish your humanity. You ready for this? Okay. First question is, how did you guys meet? Oh, and we're, we're like down to the minute. You have, I have 10 seconds to answer. We um, met online. We met on a website. Uh, we're both avid motorcyclists. And Phil sent me a message that said, you want to go for a ride on my Harley? And I said, no. Oh. <laughs> because why would I need to ride on his Harley when I have my own bike to ride? So nice. we, did, uh, we clearly did end up meeting. And, uh, and here we are. Excellent. 
All right, so Phil, what are three things that you would take with you to a deserted island besides chickens? Oh, I would take my wife. Good answer. <laughs> and uh, I guess, you know, if it's a deserted island and there's already food on there, um, probably just a, a camping chair and maybe a, um, something to, to start a campfire. Fair enough. And last question, are you guys adventurous eaters? Oh, I am not. I am a very adventurous eater, but Homestead Jen, she, I don't know, she, she'll give me some looks. I'll be like, look, you, it's okay. You can really have this. It's fine. And then she'll try it, but not until after Usually I Usually I say, it. hey, can you taste this? <laughs> to make sure, like, if I like it. Oh, yeah. Box of chocolates that's all oh, mixed up. no, she, thank you. She won't you. touch it because she doesn't want to accidentally bite into that strawberry. There you go. Hey, Homestead Jen and Homestead Phil, thank you guys so much for being on the show. Everybody check them out, rentthechicken.com. I appreciate you tuning in today. I hope you've enjoyed this. I will remind you as always, when you stop learning, you stop living. Have a great day, everybody.